Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's time for another episode of Sparring in the Ring. My name is Mikey Zero. And I'm Interim Brendan. And every single week, we provide you a podcast where we talk about life, we talk about a topic, we talk about anything, kind of hash it out back and forth and come to a conclusion. And this week's topic, it's uh, more something that uh, I think we're both, you know, gung-ho about and can get behind is you... As a comedian, a stand-up comic. Oh, boy, if I wasn't funny enough, now it's time to... Wait, I'm not funny. Wow, wow. Way to start off hot, you know, when you're talking about you being a funny guy and you don't have the words. Yeah, no, I'm not even funny, to be honest. I think I just have an, an ability to go on stage and make fun of myself to where other people might find it funny. Yeah, but I mean, you gotta, you're got you in a whole new world now. Like, I, I mean, stand-up comedy is something I would never try. I mean, I and I do, you know, pro wrestling. I've been in music groups. I'm on the radio, obviously. But stand-up comedy, it's like, it's an art form. It is an art you have to learn. Yeah, I am very artistic. Yeah, you are. So you got up on stage. You've, do, you've done one stand-up comedy bit so far. And I was there, and I thought you did good for your first time. I mean, you got some laughs out of the crowd here and there. You had some coherent stories where you didn't ramble too much like you do sometimes on the radio or this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a successful first outing. But I also feel that the first time, once that's out of the way, now you're in the game. Now you have to start playing serious hardball with these comedians and uh, cementing a legacy. So yeah. What that, do you do? That's difficult. Now, I mean... Look, I don't know if, how funny it was the first time around, and it's not like I was super memorable, but now I gotta kind of build myself. I gotta make each each showing the best, better than the one before it, really. Well, yeah. And, eh. and I mean, like I said, it's an art form. It's like any, I feel like it's harder to do stand up comedy than it would to be playing any sport of any sort because you have Maybe. to constantly study and stay on top of this. Right, and I've already been uh, getting into the issue of I felt like the first bit I had kind of just right away I knew what I was going to do, but now there's so many other different bits that I I I want to I want to say and talk about, but then I want to be cautious of just talking about myself because there's a difference between funny stuff and just telling stupid stories exactly exactly and i feel like anybody can just tell stupid stories but that's where you get like i said you have to practice constantly and figure out a way to get a room full of strangers that you know they came to have a good time they came to laugh but like you really have to work for those laughs especially if there are other comedians out there that have been doing this longer and you know know their way around a stage so like how do you like encompass like get this crowd onto your side to make them feel a part of your show as well. Like how do you how do you do that? Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of the, oh. the struggle of being in comedy. I mean, learning how to do that. But on a totally different note, it's tough. You think something's funny, and you have it in your head. In your head, like, oh man, that's a funny joke. But then you say it to a group of people, and they don't laugh. Yeah, then what? Oh shit! What do I do now? (laughs) Like that's oh no! It's not joking around with your buddies because we all know everybody's sense of humor. You know, like oh, I know what's going to make Brendan laugh, or I know it'll make Mikey laugh. But walking in a room full of people, you have no idea who they are. They don't know you, and you just got to make them giggle. Yeah. So, uh, so what's your plan of attack? How do you go about writing your your bit? Uh, usually, I do like kind of think of stories that I've experienced because I think a lot of good comedy is just experiencing the. The mundane world we live in. Oh, talking like a real comedian. You now. Like that shit. <laughs> no, but uh, 
<laughs> I don't know. It's just taking random experiences and like heightening them. Like people experience random things every day, yeah. and you just pick apart those things and make them like extraordinary in a weird way. Okay. And I don't know. I haven't learned that yet. I'm still. I'm just beginning, and I might have to crash and burn a few times. I might have to go through a few sets where people aren't laughing at all the good stuff to. To get to the juice of the content. Well, I see you have a you have a notebook you I carry around. I got now. this handy dandy notebook. Now, do you like I said I do like wrestling and stuff like that, and I feel like there are a lot of parallels. Now, say you go up there and you perform a set. Now, are you going to be talking to these comedians and like taking notes from these comedians or I, asking them or like well, how do you do that? Yeah, I plan on it. I mean, I've already been like doing notes just watching YouTube videos. Uh-huh. I, mean, I watched this guy called the Joke Doctor, oh. and he is like. A serious guy. He well, that's not a very good comedian, then. I don't. I. I, I, mean, I if you're if you're a comedian, you're very serious. Well, no, I mean in the sense of like he works with a lot of higher up comedians, like oh. some of the biggest names you can think of. He works with them, and he like is their joke doctor. Like you would never thought people who are in comedy they have an actual doctor mm-hmm. they go to for their jokes. There you go. He's like their coach. Yeah. So I've been just studying that stuff, but now that I'm actually going to these shows on a weekly basis. I need to kind of network with these people, kind of get their inside knowledge, and uh, that can honestly only help me. If I don't get that help, then I'm hurt myself. Then you're just on your own, thinking you know everything. Yeah, that's know? just not the way. I'll to go figure by. it out. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm that's not. What Tom Brady did. I'm not this wise guy who's just gonna be able to figure it out himself. No help. No. I'm gonna change the game. No, it doesn't happen like that. <laughs> now, when do you think like the it goes from like these local comedians that are helping you out networking and you're doing all these shows together what happens where it gets to like the real nitty-gritty where it's like maybe people are giving you bad advice on purpose to hold you down so when does that start i I got the people that are kind of trying to cut me cut me under and you know bring me down a bit that could start at any point that could start the next time i do it it might take a while but at that point i don't know i'm gonna have to roll with the punches that's part of the game too and how do you uh I don't know. How do you embrace that? How do you not let it bother you? I mean, I don't know about. I don't, I don't know if they're going to be cutting throat at open mic night. Nah, on Tuesday. I mean, There's I, no yeah. money involved. Yeah, no, not. But if if I somehow, some way, got past the open mic night stage and started like going to shows, I was actually like promoted for, and money is involved, and I'm competing with other people for a spot or a headlining spot, whatever it may be. Yeah, I don't know. It can get kind of cutthroat. I, I'm a. I'm a kind of a quiet yes man type of okay. guy. Okay, all right. Well, here, so let's, it's, you never know who's listening to this podcast. So let me be a a club promoter, and I need an opener. Okay, and I'm looking at between you and four other people that you do stand up open mic nights with. Right. Sell yourself to me. Uh, how, how are you going to put asses in seats in my club? Well, you you can start with the fact that uh, I have a, a really good high school girls uh, networking. I, I'm a track coach, as we know, so I have a lot of high school guys and girls that I could bring to those well, seats. My club's 21 and up. I'm sorry. Well, you're in the wrong club. There's, there's, no, there's no high schoolers welcome in the the clubs that we hang out with. You're in the wrong club. No, I'm cheap. I'm cheaper than all these other people. Oh, okay. You're paying right. less. I'm like that used used uh, chair you find at a garage sale that turns out to be really comfy. Okay, so you're cheaper. Yeah. Okay, so now I'm saving a little bit of money by booking you, but how are you bringing money in? What's your selling oh, point? Oh, I don't know. I'm that 24-year-old guy who's kind of been thrown out into the streets. Okay. I'm like that animal who gets kicked out of his loving home and now has to like kind of wander the streets for, for new support and love. So it's like almost watching a kid grow up. Oh, okay. So that's audience. how you sell yourself. Is yeah. You're like a child growing up on stage. Well, that's the but, kind of uh, experience you would get, the old... Oh, okay. Without you give the... Them, p- give them the... P- 
experience. Without gotcha. the actual though, wow. I'm the kid. Okay, that's very strange. Maybe, uh, I don't know. I don't know how this comedy thing is going to turn out now if that's how you talk. Probably not good. There, I think there's a fine line between saying stuff that's funny and saying stuff that uh, people are going to be like, yeah, you know what? Don't book this kid. Yeah, probably not a good idea. He just said he's a I didn't say that. I mean, in a few words you did. I said I give the experience. Well, how would you book? Well, I'm a so that's probably the best way to get people in. You know, the high school kids I coach track. That'll give you attention. Oh, You're hanging man. out in the wrong kind of clubs. Like, whoa, okay, there you go. Brendan track. Morris, comic. There you go. That is uh, a different career choice than I would have uh, not at all how partaken in. This was supposed to go, but uh, you know what? If it works for you, it works for you. Um, <laughs> Whatever your niche is, kid. I, I just hope that all children stay, you know, as far away as possible from you as they can. No, I'll get like parent permission slips. I don't know any, any parents are going to give any permission. Yeah, like a field like trip. Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, right there. Jesus. You're going to go to go to the Brendan's Magical Island. That's where they're headed. All right. Oh, that's messed up. This is not the podcast it was supposed to be. I don't. Well, I mean, this is what you're talking about. Is you like to walk that line of? So <laughs> wait, that did, no, that was not how this. And you know, I'm not touching that. I'm not one of you and your kind, but uh, oh yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, if you want to watch Brendan do some stand-up comedy, even after this podcast, you're probably a person. <laughs> And you can see uh, him when, when and where. Union Street Station in Traverse City uh, every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. I'll be doing open mic night there. I don't know how good I'll be, but you can come watch anyways. There you go. And uh, I actually didn't want you to throw that out there for people to come see you. I wanted to throw that out there in case there's any authorities listening to know where to arrest you. So good luck. And uh, (laughs) break a leg out there, Brendan. We'll talk to you next week on Sparring in the Ring.